friends in party and I would like to drop some beats. I'm gonna paralyze y'all niggers with this one. Niggers grab your cats, up up for your protection. Cause you beating me in a rap battle is rarer than me with an erection. You bitches may talk, you hoes may speak, but all y'all niggers get burnt. When you see my jazzy in the streets, I bust mad niggers, so many it's hard to tell. I've been running this game forever, the original speaking spell. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you listen to the Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. And I'm a skeleton. Yeah, what, what are you wearing there, Harrison? It's a funsy. It's a funsy. Yeah. It does It does look like a lot of fun. Is, yeah. that, is that what Lenora gave you the other night for, for uh, Hanukkah? Yeah. A skeleton funsy <laughs> with a hood, a skull what, hood. What is the point of a funsy like that? Are you supposed to wear it around the house? Yeah, I think like wear a, it out? as like a bathrobe kind of th- situation. I don't actually know. I'm just. You I, know. Have you ever owned one of these, these onesies? Because I've I seen these onesies where yeah. it's like, you know, it's like an, uh, an Incredible Hulk onesie and people just walk around in a hulk onesie like uh, my girlfriend it goes to these cosplay parties where they're all wearing like different kinds of onesies is that a thing now i've died millennial I, thing i don't know about that shit <laughs> so, I, i'm not I, so what occasion are, will have you will you wear that uh probably when i go on a shooting spree or something you know oh, that, that makes sense something like that yeah it, it, it seems like look a, rather psychotic you know it, or unless it's a formal shooting spree in which case, I'll have to get my tux out of storage. You know, I, you know we'll see. We jest about it, but I actually yeah. think, in reality, you'll probably be wearing that a lot more than you think. Reason being is, you don't strike me as a guy that does laundry on a regular basis. So yeah, I think as you, ten, as you tend to like run out of clean that's clothes, you're just going to be like, well, fuck, I have nothing else to wear. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're going to be walking down the fucking 7-Eleven, getting cigarettes and beer in that. Yeah. Which maybe that will I be mean, your new it's uniform. It's better than my clown outfit that I used to. <laughs> to your, your uh, inst- clowns, yeah, cl- when I, the clown sightings. The you clowns. Know? I create clown sightings. I create the fucking news. I, I am I, the news. I haven't actually worn I make this. The is news. what Lenora gave me. Yeah, the so goth. I'm dead. Right, um, beanie. I yeah. haven't actually worn it around, but I do yeah. like it. It's it's good. I, I'm not. A, I'm I'll not be a big sure beanie to guy. Put it in your coffin at your wake. I I, I probably will. Yeah. But mm. I, I could see you getting some mileage out of that funsy. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's kind of fun, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I hope you're, you're wearing clothes underneath that, right? I am a skeleton. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. Good. Okay. I was just yeah. worried about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what if I wasn't, though? Would it be so bad? I, I guess I would know. Yeah. So, that, so that's good. Would it be so bad? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hungover today. I got, I got pretty wasted last night. It's at a party. Oh. Went to a, a birthday party. Mm. Yeah. A friend of mine turned uh, 50. It was okay. his 50-year-old birthday party. And uh, as a matter of fact, Drew Carey was there. Mm. Uh, I got to meet Drew Carey. Oh, great. Which wow. has been a... Uh, what yeah, an honor. It's been a, been a lifelong goal of mine. You know, when I used to, to watch Drew that Carey. show, I used to think <laughs> Mimi was him in drag. Oh, like, uh, like uh, what's his name from... Um, oh, God. Eddie John Murphy Candy and Nothing But Trouble. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy okay. plays a lot of the characters. Yeah, yeah. Again, when uh, Eddie Murphy Dr. plays Doolittle. 
uh, like six characters. Or starring Tyler Perry. Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy <laughs> and, and Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. Doesn't Tyler Perry do that? Yeah, he plays Medea. Medea, yeah. And I assume he plays other, you know. See, and as of- I've often said, uh, you know, Jim Varney is the white Tyler Perry. I've said this again and again and again. Does Jim Varney play other characters? Yeah, remember he plays the old woman. Oh, yeah. You know, and he, he plays did. like multiple characters, yeah. Hmm. But, so, yeah. so you thought Drew Carey, would would he have to gain weight? Because he wasn't that big. I guess he was kind of a big guy back then, wasn't he? I, you know, I wasn't, I didn't give it that much thought. I was just like, who's this? this <laughs> you know, it didn't, I, I didn't know what the, I didn't understand Wasn't it. she Asian though? No, she I wasn't Asian. I thought she was Asian. She absolutely wasn't. She was very white. I'm going to have to look into Extremely this. Extremely white. Uh, you know, I yeah. never really watched that show. Hashtag so white. Um, <laughs> I, I was never a big fan of that show. Although I, I wasn't do, either. I, I do think I Drew like Carey's it. kind of a funny guy. You know, uh, some fans actually mm. came down here a few years ago, mm. and uh, we, were, we all went to The Price is Right, and we were in the audience for it. And they were all wearing sick and wrong shirts. Okay. No one got picked. This is something I could wear if I went on Let's Make a Deal. Right, you you might actually get on the show right. if you're wearing that funsy, right? Especially out. I don't of season. understand that show. How do you make a deal? What do you make a deal with your soul? Is that the show with uh, who's the host of that? Do you barter things. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady's yeah. the host of that. Yeah, I don't know why I know that since I don't. I, yeah, watch I don't know. I, but do you offer yeah. up your soul or something? Your firstborn. I, you don't have anything else other than your fucking a soul or flesh. your pumpkin costume or your child maybe so, that you brought with you what is he a demon or something that you're yeah. making a deal with yes wayne brady is a demon <laughs> i would actually watch yeah. that show if it's he like commands, to, he commands 20 legions in hell if you had to make a deal with your soul i probably yeah, would watch i would show. watch it definitely It'd make the game show that much more interesting yeah but but i gotta say drew carey on the price is right He's actually pretty entertaining. You know, I didn't think he'd be able to replace the icon that was Bob Barker, but he's actually pretty good. D, meet, D meets a celebrity and then starts to suck his dick. Oh, my God. Stay yeah. tuned on Sick and Wrong. <laughs> I, I didn't really meet. I just like, okay. spoke to him for a second right. shook his hand because he's uh-huh. dating a friend of mine. Right. Um, but it was just funny to be like, that's Drew Carey. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're, in, you're at a party with Drew Carey. Yeah. You know, but I mean, that that happens in uh, it in happens. LA. It's a stupid fucking city we live in. We live I know, in a stupid it, place. It, it's a stupid place where that yeah. can happen. Yeah. Although what, what's what I always find, you know, I, I try to like, especially the drunker I get or the higher I get, I don't want to say something stupid, but I kind of feel like I, I, I should because mm. you're like, you got Drew Carey in the room. You should say something funny. Like, did you ever fuck Mimi or something? You know, like, or you could have asked him, were you the fat chick? Right, he would yeah. love. I'm sure he would like that. <laughs> but you know, yeah. they, don't they hate that when you call attention to what they've done? Yeah, and you're supposed to act like it's normal. Yeah, you're supposed to act like it's normal. Yeah, I know. And so I did last night. I, just, I think I shook his hand. I was just like, and just didn't say anything yeah. out of the ordinary. But I did. I wanted to. Right. I wanted to, but I, I didn't. So I don't know. I think that's how. It, or how you tell them a story, you know, about how you. <laughs> had sex with a clown or you well you know, know what I almost told him about by somebody you know what? what I almost told him about is a theory I recently read on the internet okay about Stephen Hawking oh okay I wouldn't mind hearing what Drew Carey has to say about that alright um, people claim conspiracy theorists out there claim that the real Stephen Hawking the real professor is dead and he's been replaced with a puppet a puppet you say yeah a puppet that's used for sex Oh. 
I'm joking. I, that's actually not true. Ooh. Yeah, the the, the puppet right. part's true, but right. not, not the not like the sex doll. Well, like Hawking. a Yoda, like Frank Oz is controlling it, or like how? Oh, like, yeah, I guess it kind of could be something yeah. like that. No, it's a it's a very complicated uh, puppet that's being yeah. used by uh, the deep state. Okay. So let me get into this theory oh, okay. here. Yeah, it would be interesting to hear what uh, Drew Carey has to say about that, but uh, I didn't ask him. I was thinking about it, but I didn't ask him. Um, I, just I didn't kinda... know the deep state was into puppetry now. Puppeteering. Oh, yeah. and... oh my God. Wow. They, I think they actually paid Frank Oz to make the puppet. Are they? Okay. Is Jeff Dunham part of the deep state? Did I, <laughs> did I miss this boat? <laughs> I think Jeff Dunham yeah. is the one that does the voice. Oh. Stephen Hawking. All right. So let me get let me get into this here. Is the shadow government controlled by Lena Dunham? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Wait, is Jeff Dunham related to Lena Dunham? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I had no idea. Yeah, is I don't know she a puppet? Yeah. God, you think you could make that puppet? A little yeah, more attractive? it's Henson's workshop uh, creation. Would she was in Labyrinth. With, don't you, you remember? Have sex with her. Depends on the context. <laughs> What's the context? It's like yes or no. Well, okay, let's say you were yeah. let's say you're at a Hollywood party. Yeah. And you're acting like everything's normal, even right. though I'm not standing next to Lena Dunham. Uh-huh. And then she's like, Hey, I wanna give you a blowjob. Like, can I suck your dick? Would you do it? Yes. <laughs> yes I would. <laughs> what if Drew Carey said, Hey, I wanna suck your dick? <laughs> <laughs> You're acting like everything's I, normal. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> am I? Am I? Am I wearing my funsy? Am I wearing my funsy at yeah, the time? Yeah, you could just zip it open and just yeah. like pull it out. <laughs> that, it depends. Again, that, there's a lot of contextual context, factors, yeah, and consensual factors that depend on. This. I didn't say it was consensual. Oh, okay. <laughs> then yeah, well, sign then me he, up. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be asking. If it sign wasn't. me up. Anyway, I'm a skeleton. You know, this okay. day and age, I feel like, you know, with an Alex Jones type, like InfoWars, mm-hmm. um, Fox News, I feel like there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Sure, yeah. A lot of conspiracy theories floating about, floating out and about. I don't believe most of them. I'd right. say 99% of them are garbage. Garbage right. theories. However, this one I can get behind. I'm thinking that there's some, uh, there's, there's some, uh, some sense to this one. Hmm. Some meat behind this one. Um, so Professor Stephen Hawking, 76 years old, he's mm. one of the world's most renowned scientists. Right. But there's a, uh, there, there, there's a deep uh, cabal of conspiracy theorists here claiming that the real Hawking is dead mm. and he's been replaced by a puppet and they have several clues to support the idea. Okay. Um, they believe that the, uh, the Professor Hawking died in 1985, three years before the publication of his uh, bestseller, Brief History, History of Time. Okay, yeah. So three years before that, he died. Mm. And so then they, they published the book. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they've been, they've been uh, using this puppet mm. to promote his theories. Okay. Um, and you're asking, like, well, why would you do that? Well, I'll get to that in a second. So some of Wouldn't the- it be easier to just embalm the body and just a weekend that Bernie's that shit? Because <laughs> it's not like he's got to move that much. You know, you just well, drive around, it... you remote control car. Can't he move his head? Like or his mouth? I don't know. I guess he can't move his mouth. No, he can't. But I thought he could move his cheek. I thought that's how he controlled the the the, the vocal uh, instrument or whatever. He so, moves what the deep state says he moves. Okay. Well, that's I, they control it. I think Jeff Dunham is doing all the movements. Uh, who? Because who else would be a talented enough ventriloquist to pull this off? 
Other than, you know, a remote control remote and a fucking, you know, text-to-speech laptop. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that's it. That's that, all you that, need. That's all you need to do. Make it at home, it. kids. I mean, you. I know, like, prop makers here, they can make a, a realistic-looking Stephen Hawking. Right. With, like, multiple orifices yeah. that work. With nail polish. <laughs> so, um, they say his appearance is one clue that it's not the real Hawking. Oh. Um, not many people. The real Stephen Hawking doesn't have multiple sclerosis. That's how I know. <laughs> well, I don't think he's he fine. He had ALS. Oh, okay. It wasn't even multiple sclerosis in the beginning. Um, so not many people look yeah. younger in 2017 than they did in 1982, especially if they're suffering from a disease as disfiguring as ALS. Right. So do you think looking at him now that he looks better than he did 20 years ago? Oh, he looks fantastic. I think yeah, he does too. He like his amazing. hair, his hair is like it's yeah. not gray. Mm -hmm. um, they say that uh, most people, their ears grow as they get older, but his ears look smaller than they do than they even did back in '82. Hmm. Um, although gums can recede and teeth can wear down and fall out, it's rare for teeth to change in structure completely without major dental work. So, if you ever unless you're Bones, what happened to him? Like, his, he doesn't have muscles anymore? He yeah, doesn't have like bones? His, I think uh, right. ALS just kind of, his, his muscles deteriorated. Right. So, so I think he does have a skeletal structure, much like you so, and right. your funsy. I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, this is why I'm doing this. This is like the ALS ice bucket. I'm calling attention to multi, multiple dystrophy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even There's muscular dystrophy. It's fucking ALS, ones. which I don't even All know right. what that's What does that stand for? Alzheimer's. Larry Sanders. Okay, that's what com. it is. Uh -huh. um, but so, hair that gets blonder and less gray with age can be explained. I mean, if you look at his hair, it doesn't look as gray. I mean, it looks almost like blonder and brown. But, mm. you know, he could dye that. He probably dyes his hair or his staff or whatever dyes his hair. He probably doesn't dye he his He is hair. very concerned with vanity. However, very vain, man. Why would you neglect your teeth, though? And that's the thing. His teeth. Like, his teeth look better now than right. they did back in the 80s. Maybe they fixed his teeth, too. Yeah, maybe they fixed... His or maybe Jeff Dunham built mm. his teeth. Does Jeff mm. Dunham actually even make puppets? Tom Savini. I bet you Tom Savini Tom did Sav it. Yeah, okay. That guy did it. All right. Um, but anyway, they say that uh, his teeth... Actually, oh, look at this. This is interesting. They say his teeth look as if they've been made worse, with mm. the bottom teeth longer than they were previously... Um, and disrespectfully referred to some members of the conspiracy community as the Twin Towers. That's what they call his bottom teeth. That's just confusing in the conspiracy community because they're like, did you know that no Jews went to work at Twin Towers on 9-11? Uh, they didn't go to Stephen Hawking's teeth. <laughs> they didn't show up there. You know, quit trying to apply your conspiracy theories to everything. Mm. I mean, do they have conspiracy theories about his pubes? You know, I don't know. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway... Um, this Weekend is, at Bernie's three. There's another is issue with uh, ALS. Okay. They say the average life expectancy for a person suffering from ALS is said to be four years from diagnosis. So Stephen Hawking was diagnosed with ALS in 1963, mm. given a prognosis of two years, mm. but yet he's still alive. Fifty-five years later, how do you explain that, Harrison? He he got it fifty-five years ago. 
How old yeah. is this guy? 76. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he, no, he was uh, stricken with ALS at a young age. Did you ever see that movie? Is it cause, because, no. Is it because he's so smart that his brain is just eating away his muscle mass to power itself? Is that what happened? Yeah, he's it, like, uh, what's that that creature, that uh, that villain in uh, Marvel, Modoc? Yeah, he's, he's like <laughs> Modoc. <laughs> Just this massive brain monster. Captain America, I will destroy you. Do you like my funzy? But yeah, 55 years later, still going strong. Yeah. Defying the prognosis of, okay. most of the average ALS uh, sufferer. They Suspicious. also say, look at his wedding photographs, mm. which is kind of interesting. I do every night. So, <laughs> don't you have them hanging out of your bed? Yeah, like on the on the ceiling above your bed. Uh -huh. um, so there were pictures taken on the day of his marriage to his first wife, Jane Wild, and they look pretty pretty normal. He still, mm -hmm. I think, actually, when he first got married, he didn't have ALS at that time. Mm -hmm. um, it was before he was uh, diagnosed. But he was like, you know, long face, square jawed, floppy hair, crooked teeth. Looked like a typical Englishman. Sure. Um, but then by the photos of his second wedding, when he married Elaine Mason, a woman who was his nurse, those have come under scrutiny. Photos of that wedding show Mason wearing several different outfits and uh, looking older in different photos. At first, she appears with Hawking. In the second, she's standing alongside someone who looks like Hawking, but could be a lookalike. Or a clone. Or a clone. Mm. They think that the old pictures of Hawking are gradually being erased and replaced with the new Photoshop pictures of the puppet. Well, like in Back to the Future? Kind of, well, being I, don't, I don't know if he's like yeah, going back yeah. in time and it's, uh, it's fading. Yeah. But I think what they're doing, I think Earth Deep Angel, State... Earth Angel. Deep State, yeah. Jeff Dunham and Lena Dunham are mm. going in and finding all the, they're, they're doing a search on Google for all the pictures of Stephen Hawking in his wedding photos. They're photoshopping him out and putting in the sex puppet. My God. I know. Another clue, mm. the voice synthesizing computer. So if you look at, you think about his voice synthesizing computer, mm. um, that people, people are very suspicious of that. Cause how do you, it doesn't sound human. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like AI. Yep. It sounds like you could be programming it. I mean, did you Anyone, go online and find your own Stephen Hawking? I uh, did. It was like a voice emulator, right? I did it, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it said to work. His voice synthesizer works by Hawking twitching a cheek muscle to scan and choose words on the screen. And these written words are then turned into spoken words via the synthesizer. Well, that explains his spoken word album, <laughs> you know? So are you, are you talking about the rap record? Yes. Yeah. He's, I think his name was Schooly D back then. Um, but yeah, he twitches a cheek muscle and that somehow scans and chooses words. What type of computer can do that? Yeah, what is, I can't even, what, know? I know, what is this, like, That's futuristic crazy. device? No one else can do this. That's madness. It is madness. Hmm. Um, so people, people believe that, that uh, Professor Hawking is a puppet for the elite. And they say that it's impossible that anyone could do this simply by twitching a cheek muscle. Hmm. Like he can't talk, he can't move the muscles even in his in his uh, larynx. Right. You know he can't he can't operate those muscles. So you could somehow use a cheek muscle to form words and scan for words. Hmm. I don't know. I'm highly dubious of that. That's suspicious. Uh, what they actually think is happening here is that the professor, the puppet, isn't doing anything at all, and the voice we hear is a result of NASA astrophysicists typing information into a computer. 
information that they want the masses to hear and okay. trust. And it's being transmitted to the computer attached to Hawking's wheelchair. Hmm. Because the masses look to Stephen Hawking for all their information. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, they, he uh, didn't you say he guest starred on the Big Bang Theory? Yes. I want to know what that man has to say about everything then. So why, why are they, why, like, why? Why did this happen, you know? I mean, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. The robot voice, though, emanates from a computer that has nothing to do with Hawking. Oh. It's just NASA that's controlling it. That's oh, the theory. Um, but yeah, okay, getting to your question here. Why do we need a puppet professor? Why not just, why didn't they just bury him in 1985, you uh, know, and publish the book? I mean, it's like, why do we need Stephen Hawking? Um, I don't know. Why do we need him? Conspiracy theorists claim that the elite need a vehicle for their ideas. So the, the most common theory that's out there is that in, in order to push science and lose God, the powers that be want people to feel that there are tiny, unimportant dots in an infinite universe, which is apparently what Stephen Hawking makes them feel like. Ah. So because people that the feel they are insignificant and powerless easier to control so the average american looks to stephen hawking for guidance in their daily life he's on the big bang theory okay. how much more legitimate can you get i guess so that's I, the most intelligent show that's ever been on television right it's you one know? of the most watched shows is it yeah it's, it has that's the highest tragic. ratings out of like any that's why it's been on for like 32 seasons if you're at a party uh -huh. and Mayim bialik is there yep and you're acting normal as mm -hmm. if she's just a normal person mm -hmm. and she wants to suck your dick would you do it I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, Why, she played Blossom. She did, but I think she's like in a serious Orthodox relationship or something, right? Oh, is she an Orthodox Jew? She is. Hmm. She is. Yes, yeah. I didn't realize that. So I don't want a guy with a fucking sable hat coming after me. <laughs> Who needs that? You know, you're gonna get chased down. You're gonna get circumcised again. I know. It would suck. I don't need it. So they claim that the puppet hawking is used to instill fear in the general population, promoting the idea that the human race only has 100 years left, that aliens exist, and that contact with them, which may be imminent, could be catastrophic. All this scaremongering puts the public in a fearful state, which makes them easier to manipulate. Has Stephen Hawking said that aliens will... I think he says, yeah. I think he's one of his theories is that... The, Undoubtedly, that aliens do exist, and eventually we will we will make contact. But not all aliens are, you know, I don't going feel to be like said that. I lawful, feel, optimistic and beings. You know? I feel like he said, "Yes, there are aliens, but we'll never meet them because the universe is too large." Is that what he said? I'm pretty sure. I thought he said, but I think he did say that there are definitely aliens. Yeah, but, but the, you know, the, the they would have to have faster than light travel, which is impossible in order to ever get here. Well, maybe. So, so no. You never know. No, he knows because he's a scientist <laughs> he's, and he knows what's possible. Well, right? maybe the puppet knows because oh. uh, Deep State's telling you that. Yeah. Um, the this puppet is, this, professor. How does this tie into The Last Jedi? Because there are a lot of angry <laughs> white people angry about that too. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah. understand why they're so upset. But is it just because it's boring? No, I think it's because like Emo Darth Leia Vader. flies like Mary Poppins and Snoke dies and he was supposed to be awesome or something. And, and Akbar died. And Luke Skywalker is like, ang he's not cool anymore for some reason. Hmm. You know, I don't know. Something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Did, uh, did Puppet Hawking appear in that movie? There were puppets in that Puppet movie. Puppet Yoda right? was in it. Oh, yeah. That's Why don't true. this deep state just get him? Everybody listens to him. You know? You know, if Yoda 
was writing books about the brief history of time and physics. I probably put him in the that. fucking chair. You yeah. know, I know. If you're gonna make a puppet, why not make it cuter? Right. You know, it's just like <laughs> right. So the Hawking, this is interesting. One of the reasons why they think he's a puppet is the Hawking of the last 10 years has pushed global warming. He's anti-Trump. He's anti-Scottish independence. And he's anti-Brexit. He's okay. suddenly very political, yeah. allowing his name to be tacked onto anything and everything mm. in an attempt to make certain ideas more credible. Because it's coming from the most intelligent scientist of all time. Right. And most scientists are, don't believe in global warming. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they're they're taking uh, what's the name Dawkins and putting him out saying all this stuff. They're like that guy's the, insane. The band Dawkins. Oh no, was it? Yeah, Richard Dawkins. Oh, Dawkins. Didn't Richard Dawkins play the British guy on Hogan's Heroes and hosted? Um, that Am I think of Richard Family Hawkins? Feud. Maybe I. Maybe we're wrong on maybe that. Maybe we're both wrong. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, Hawking is suddenly very political. Right. And that's why people are becoming skeptical. They said he's been mm. he's been talking about climate change. He's yeah. a supporter of the Paris Agreement, right. and he never was like that before. He never had a political agenda. So why all of a sudden now does he? Wow, it's almost like he might be upset with the with way things with, are with, with the way things have turned out. Which is weird because everyone else is like totally fine with everything. Yeah, I mean everything's you know? perfect now. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Look at the economy. There's nothing weird. All right, maybe maybe the people from the shithole countries are upset. Right. But uh, they live in shitholes. So the, the, uh, the, the main conspiracy theorists believe Stephen Hawking has been supplanted and he died back, when he died back in 1985. Apparently, he, was, he had pneumonia and he was on life support and his life was saved by a tracheotomy. And so I, I didn't even know about all this. But when he came out of the, uh, the coma hmm. and they had the surgery, um, he looked different. He was able to talk miraculously with this, this advanced computer system. And not only is he able to communicate better than ever, he was able to convey ideas that contradicted previous ideas and supported new money-making agendas. Advanced computer. It's like a fucking speaking spell. It's not, you know? <laughs> well, it's come a speaking spell controlled by whom? That's my question. Oh, his lip. Or no, Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Did right? they did they say a few years ago that Stephen Hawking's really into strippers? I, do, you, do you remember reading this? He no. would go to different strip clubs and girls would give him like lap dances. Okay, and he'd like tip him like a thousand bucks a dance. Like hmm. it was like it was in the news. It said that Stephen Hawking's really into strippers. How do the conspiracy theorists deal with that? Because you're not going to put a puppet. They would know it as a puppet. Yeah. I mean, they could probably feel its skin. Yeah, strippers are... It's the, cold, They're like the canary skin. in the coal mines of determining who's a puppet and who's a person. You know? <laughs> they know. The barometer of truth. Right. That's, that's what yeah. they are. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I mean, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there. I mean, think about like, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton's running a pedophile ring out of a pizza restaurant. Yeah. and she's I a, find that hard to believe. But this one. She's a bathtub clone. Yeah. Mm. I'm behind this one. You right. know, she's a lizard. I don't know mm. about the lizard thing. Yeah. The lizard thing, I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe not. Uh, but this one, though, the puppet professor. Yeah. It gives me pause. Right. Because, you know, most most physicists are all real preachy about God and he's not. So I'm very suspicious. 
Well, he'd be an easy one to uh, to make a puppet out of. Like, did you see the? Uh, oh yeah, I'm super well, easy. Trump yeah. refused to go to London. Yeah, I guess he's. I don't know why he said he was like too busy or something golfing, and so he didn't go to London. And so they made a. They took like the Madame Tussaud wax figure of him, mm-hmm. and then started posing him around the city, taking pictures of it because the English people are so funny. Um, but I was looking at that. I was thinking, you know, you probably could make a make a clone or a or a, or a replica of trump but mm. the but the problem is it's like if you had to do that then you'd have to do his voice and his mannerisms everything hawking is just i mean he's he uses a speaking spell yeah he's like a quadriplegic in a wheelchair move, right yeah. that would be a really easy puppet it to pull be. off i think tom savini could do it yeah with a brilliant effects guy that he so is so he didn't even write brief history of time he died before it was written I'm, I'm, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. But who wrote it? Why doesn't he just become Al the guy? Al Gore. Oh my! Al God. Gore even interviewed him on the uh, on the was that the Inconvenient Truth? Yeah. yeah and was and that, that's why I, th- I think it's funny about these conspiracy theorists. Is they're like, yeah, Stephen Hawking never would have believed in climate change. Never would have been against it. But now he's he's for it because it's for it's a money making scheme. It's like, oh come on, how do you know Stephen Hawking didn't believe in climate change? How is it a money-making scheme? Well, because you could sell books. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because books are something that bring People in a lot. People read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could buy them at the airport and shit, I think. I just hope that uh, if, he is a, uh, if he is a puppet, I mm. bet you what's going to come out is someone's probably been having sex with him. Hmm. Don't you think so? With the puppet? All right, let's say you're at a party. Oh, Stephen God. Hawking's there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's, you know, you're acting like it's yeah. totally normal that you're not saying it's Stephen Hawking. And he's like, can I suck your cock? What would you do? I would say, I don't think you can. <laughs> like, you would not, do it for the story? No, I'm I, like, you know, God. physically, I would say, I don't think you can. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that you're capable of doing that, sir. I'm sure they. You know? I'm sure the puppet masters could give him like you know oral uh, technique. <laughs> <laughs> I On that note, you to enter my black hole. On that note, people, this is episode six one seven here. Sick and wrong six seventeen. Uh, we have. Um, news stories coming next. We have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hey. Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sick and wrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sick and wrong. So the first story we have here came from Mike. He says, the power of Christ compels you. Hmm. Very powerful statement there, Mike. Um, It's a great headline. She forced a crucifix down her possessed daughter's throat. Now she's convicted of murder. (laughs) That's a homegrown exorcism right here. Okay. I do love these stories. Mm. You know, not to sound racist, but it seems like 
most of these stories okay. involve Mexicans. You notice that most of these exorcism stories typically involve Mexicans. Well, I mean, they're, they're, it's a very Catholic country, you know? There are a lot of Catholics in America, but nobody really takes it seriously. Well, no, this happened you know? here. It happened no. in Oklahoma, but okay. it was a Mexican family. Well, but my how often, point still remains. Well, yeah, no, they're, they're Catholic. The they're very deeply religious culture. Mm. But um, how often does it ever happen? You read like a white family kills their kid because of an exorcism. I'm sure it happens. I, we I have think a lot statistically of cra- more. Mexicans. It's not like we don't have a lot of crazy religious people in this country. There's, there's not a you know. Do you think we're not know, looking for more of them? Do you we think have a you lot. could go to East LA wearing that funsy? And uh, probably convince Mexicans that you could do exorcisms. <laughs> <laughs> maybe no comment. Maybe that's what you should do for work. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> be an exorcist wearing that funsy. Yeah. <laughs> exorcist for hire. People do believe you when you're a skeleton. Yeah, you know, people take things you say more seriously. Well, you're quite terrifying. Yeah, and it's rather slimming, too. It is actually rather slimming. (laughs) Uh, Francisco Merlos is still haunted by the image of his girlfriend, Geneva Gomez's lifeless body covered in blood. Her arms spread out as though she had been crucified with a large bloody crucifix on her chest. Mm. Quite a scene. Wow. Quite a scene. Um, He had come to... uh, to the North McKinley Avenue house in Oklahoma City to win her back two days after they broke up. Gomez's mother, Juanita, answered the door and let him in. And there he saw the body laying on the living room floor. I don't understand that. Why would she let him in? She just fucking killed her kid. Yeah. Why And, and like laid him out with a fuck, laid her out like how is he she's gonna, been crucified. How is he going to win her back? Did he have like, was he out at the front door with the cue cards like... I've always, next cue card, loved you. Or he's got the fucking boombox. Like, what was his big gesture? What was his big romantic gesture? I think he had some Taco Bell and a mariachi band. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they just started playing the song, and then he's mm. like, hey, baby, got you some burritos. That would win me back. I would go back with him for that. So Mexicans have mar- mariachi bands. They this do. Is what you're saying. They do. Okay. You know, uh, a friend of mine I work mm. with, his uh, girlfriend's Mexican. Yeah. And she was saying that uh, any time her family, because she's a pretty big family, they have parties, like birthdays or whatever, there's always exorcism? a mariachi band there. Oh, okay. No, no, no exorcism, but there's always a mariachi band. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I asked him about this. I was like, do they hire one? He's like, no, it's usually just friends. I'm oh. like, they have friends that are mariachi. Do they wear the outfit? He's like, of course. And I was like, that's that's crazy. Do, so do all Mexicans like have friends that play mariachi music? That is one thing I've I've noticed about um, you know, uh, Hispanic, like, it's weird because it's like all generations like the same music. Yeah. You know? That, that's another thing I don't get. It's like you, your grandfather, you listen, I mean, you probably listen also like, you know, Spanish language hip hop, but you like the same music your fucking grandfather does. Yeah, I, you, you know? You notice Which that, is weird. We're not like that. You well, notice that driving around. Weird, well, I still like Elvis. Yeah. My grandfather yeah. liked Elvis. Um, but my I grandfather did, did not. Did not like Elvis? No. Why? Was, it was after his time. You know, oh, he thought oh, it was is, oh, okay. He probably yeah. Like, yeah. I guess he's probably he thought it was a that. whole lot of noise. He liked the jazz. He didn't know? like his pelvic thrust. No, he didn't approve. <laughs> Those cheap gimmicks he tried to mm. do to to uh, cajole the ladies. Mm. Um, but no, that's one thing I noticed. Like you drive around L.A. and it's like you'll be next to a a, a young Mexican guy, a guy in his twenties, mm. driving around, windows down, and you hear that fucking banana boat music. You yeah, know that the, the fucking accordion, mariachi music with yeah. accordion, and you're just mm. like. 
Really? Really? You listen to this. There's all this other music that people your age listen to, but you listen to the same music that you're probably your parents and your grandparents listen I to. I find it very heartening. You know, well, I guess because I mean, it seems like you'd be it'd, it'd be easier for generations to connect as a culture if if they all like the same music. Right? Yeah, you know, I often wish my the rabbi liked black metal a little more yeah. than he did. He never was a big fan. It'd be like if we and our grandparents and our parents were really into Lawrence Welk <laughs> is the equivalent. <laughs> Are we you know? still just blasting yeah, yeah, it in yeah. the car? Right, <laughs> right. So uh, Merlo saw the body as soon as he walked in. He says, "Quote." I can just see my girl laying in there, like with her arms out, the crucifix right here. You couldn't even recognize her face at all. Hmm. Like, I'm like, that's not my girl, you know? She okay. wasn't doing some... <laughs> she, is he sure that she wasn't doing some kind of like Patty Smith photo shoot or something? Yeah, you know... You, you know, that sounds... <laughs> That could have been happening. Well, some, yeah, like yeah. some kind of like blasphemous photo shoot. I don't, right. I don't know. Like I, mm -hmm. I would have been like, wait a second. Is this for real? Right. But it sounded like it was a, it, it sounded like almost like a scene out of a horror movie. Like sure. Her, like there's a lot of blood there. Okay. So Juanita Gomez, 51 years old, was found guilty of first degree murder of her 33 year old daughter. Hmm. Uh, Geneva Gomez, a daughter, died after her mother beat her and forced a crucifix down her throat Oof. because she believed her child was possessed. I didn't think that's how exorcists work. No, it's not. I, I did not think that's what they do. Generally, the exorcist likes to expel the demon and save the human life. Yeah, that's usually. Like, you I know? didn't think shoving a, a, yeah. a cross down your right. throat. Because also, like once the head spins around, then the body's done. Yeah, you know, exactly. The human, once useless. the demon leaves the body, you're dead. Well, it's so. going to break the neck. Right. Um, but, the, but the one thing, don't they have like like, uh, like holy water they spray on the body and, sure. and, and do all these other chants and like play, I don't know, it doesn't um, sound Rapper's like, Delight and yeah. get the corpse out? I, I mean, I thought they, I didn't think they just were like, okay, let's just shove the cross down the throat. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that's not what Bob Larson does. Yeah, no, definitely know? not. I, mm -hmm. I question her, her uh, technique What's here. What's her method? Uh, Merlos had testified that after he saw Geneva Gomez's body, Juanita Gomez jumped on his back, put him in a headlock, and started screaming about the devil and money. <laughs> you know, is he sure that it was his girlfriend's mother and not uh, the Undertaker from WWF? Because <laughs> that's like, it. Yeah. <laughs> just about the pile I'm here him. from Satan to take your money. <laughs> I think it was like Jason Voorhees' mom. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. Okay, um, she just like shows up out of nowhere, just headlocks him, like or or the fucking nanny from the Omen, like that. Yeah, if I walked in there and she like lets me in the door and I see a dead body, I'd have got the fuck out of there immediately. Oh yeah, I would have even stayed around and be like, you know, that's not my girl, you know. I would have just been like, I'm out of here. Mm. Later. Um, well, you're, you, you're aren't you a fucking hero? Look at you. <laughs> well, what are you wow. going to do? Like fight the mob? How do you know she's dead? You don't know she's dead. I still would have got the fuck out of there and called okay. the police. All I don't right. know if I'm going to fight the mom. Right. But it sounds like yeah, he like you know she put him in a headlock. He and he tried to leave, and then he like pushed her down, got out, mm. called the police, <laughs> and the officers found Geneva Go Geneva Gomez splayed on the floor with marks of severe trauma around her head and face. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Mm. Um, They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> uh, Juanita Gomez later told police that she believed her daughter was possessed by the devil. Mm. She didn't say why, 
but she did confess to punching her repeatedly and forcing a crucifix and a religious medallion down her throat until blood spilled out of her mouth. I blame heavy metal music. Yeah, maybe. I and mean, the Nintendo DS for some reason. Yeah, she was probably listening to a lot of Slayer at the time. Yep. Um, but I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you are deeply religious like that, wouldn't you call someone who does an exorcism? I bet you, I, I guarantee there probably are priests in East LA that do exorcisms. It's this YouTube DIY culture that's the problem. <laughs> Everybody thinks they could do anything themselves, you know? That's probably what she did. She yeah. probably went on WebMD. <laughs> And then uh, looked up, how do you do an exorcism? Or like uh, Ikea instructions that have no words, only the little, <laughs> Just, little cartoon of the guy. The little, the little yeah. cartoons, the little drawings. Um, yeah, maybe she misread it because there was mm. no actual instruction. Or maybe the instructions mm. weren't even Spanish. Yeah. So she ends up... You just uh, press the crucifix to the forehead. And if it burns, then you have a problem. This is rather, uh, rather evil. After mm. watching her daughter die... I don't know if she saw the demon escape. She spread the body out in the shape of a cross. She then tried to clean her daughter and other items in the house. Now, now I don't um, understand that. All right. Like, maybe it's just because so there's blood everywhere? Yeah, and then she did some dishes or something? Like, what's going on? I, I, I okay. have no idea. Yeah. But why spread the body out in the shape of a cross? Um, Was she doing, like, an Instagram, taking selfies? I don't know. What happens if you if a vampire makes the shape of a cross with his body. Does he burn does up? Does he burn and burn? Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. Does he scare himself? Is he afraid of himself? What happens? <laughs> yeah. um, police and court documents noted that Juanita Gomez's hands were swollen and her arms were bruised. She said that the bruises were from her daughter fighting her attempts to rid Satan from her body. Mm. You know, I'm amazed by that though. Cause like I could, I could see mm. it if, if the daughter was like, you know, 14 Right. And the mom, you know, overpowered her. But this girl was 33 years old. Mm. And her mom's 51. It's not even a, you know, I mean, you'd think you could fight her off. Maybe, maybe the mom was just really tough. Hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, and agile. And uh, I, I don't know, but it seems like, yeah, she like, I mean, it seems like it was quite a battle. Uh, Juanita Gomez pled not guilty to first degree murder. Uh, that's going to be a difficult chore for the lawyer. Uh, um, it sounds like she's insane. It sounds, well, yeah. Her defense attorneys okay. are offering an insanity defense at the trial, but a mm. psychologist found Gomez was feigning memory problems to appear incompetent. Huh. So uh, I don't know if it's going to work. I think it's not easy to, to prove a, uh, to prove insanity. Well, but I mean, in this case, it's it like, it sounds like right. she didn't know, right? You know, it sounds like if she believed she was doing the right thing and there was actually a demon involved and she made no effort to cover up the fucking murder. Sounds like she's insane. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and the fact that she did like the cross and yeah. the, the, the aftermath here. Religious freedom. Yeah. You know, I, I was thinking about this. I often used to ask the rabbi if mm. he, if he could do an exorcism. Cause don't you think rabbis, any religious figure probably knows how to deal with that? Yeah. There are Jewish to, demons. He used to be like, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. Rabbis do not do exorcisms. And I okay. was like, yeah, but what if a, uh, I was like, what if a priest called you over and said, hey, rabbi, I need some help. You know, get, the, get this demon out of, out of this person. He's like, that would never happen. And so I, I used to ask him about it. I'm like, well, what about like a dibuk? Because a dibuk is a Jewish demon. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, dibuk. I thought it was dibuk. Nah, it's pronounced a debuk. Okay, all right. Uh, but a debuk, well, at least that's how it's, you'd say it in Hebrew. I don't know how you say it in English. But uh, but a debuk 
those don't those possess a person and somebody's got to get it out of the person or an object or an object mm -hmm. so I, I imagine that there are rabbis out there that know how to do this yeah like when you're in, in hogwarts rabbi school i'm sure you took classes you know in the demon arts <laughs> like to exercise demons and i guarantee he was just trying to uh I don't know, just trying to distract me or whatever, and just he, he didn't want to get into the details because yeah. there are certain things. Like I think, I think there are certain things that, that sounds rabbis like a know. terrible Harry Potter film. Like, <laughs> Harry Potter and the expired pastrami. You know, if he went to like a magical <laughs> rabbi school or something, you probably would Awful. just learn like the lamest tricks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you like some chocolate coins. Yeah. Made them out of thin air. Uh, but yeah, but that's the thing, though. My dad would tell me, you know, I'd ask him about rabbi school. And I guarantee they did stuff like, I guarantee there's like a golem making class. But oh. he would never, he would never admit to any of that type yeah. of stuff. Or I'd ask him about Kabbalah and he was just like, ah, oh, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. He would just totally disregard it. It's not know. nonsense. It's, I, it's a legitimate said. book that people well, study. Jewish you know? mysticism. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. are like rabbis that practice Yeah, that. sure. For centuries. I guarantee mm. there are like rabbis mm. out there that can do an exorcism mm. and probably make a golem. You're dead. I, yeah, he was lying. I, th I think so too. Mm -hmm. I think he's trying to cover it up. Yeah. Much like when uh, we had him on the show talking about, this is like years ago, we had a, we had a guy that was like a a pro or he was a, a pro foreskin restoration like he was anti-circumcision he was about foreskin rest and he made some device that called like the foreskin tugger that could tug his foreskin back it was really weird Oof. and so we had this guy on talking about how about anti-circumcision and then the counterpoint we had my father on mm. and he was talking my father's pro circumcision he was talking about the covenant of, with God. And I remember I asked him about, well, don't the, some of the, I was like, aren't there rabbis that actually suck the blood out of a freshly circumcised penis? Right. And my dad's like, oh, no, that's, that's all hearsay and nonsense. I don't believe any of that. And then uh, I was like, mitzitsa bepeh, which is the Hebrew uh, term for that. And he's like, oh. And then he kind of got, he kind of, he kind of got quiet. And he was just like, okay, well, there are some rabbis that do that so i think if you knew the actual hebrew term for yeah. like exercising a debuke or creating a golem i bet you he probably would have been like okay you, you figured mm. it out yeah and they would have taught me but i never learned the terms hmm. and now it's too late oh well well i mean if there's one thing you want on a baby's open wound it's uh, another human saliva you know it's very <laughs> isn't that isn't that how sanitary. they found out about that like the, the kid got herpes and died is that what happened? Yeah, like uh, in Brooklyn, um, a kid got herpes and died from uh, one of the rabbis. Because wow. a lot of rabbis have herpes. I don't know if you know what? about that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Very popular. Hmm. Herpes is really popular with the rabbis. They love it. They love it. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? I also have a story that deals with the insanity defense. Hmm. Uh, Stephanie sends this in and says, Didn't Harrison get messages from perfect strangers? Watch out, D. Hmm. Uh, well, you're 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 half right and half wrong. Uh, I wrote something in which a character got messages from perfect strangers after he has oh, a psychotic okay. break. I thought but, you like did some something happen with you and Belky. He had some connection. Well, I mean, most of my life philosophy does come from that show, but <laughs> it didn't. It, you know, it only it only figuratively spoke to me. It didn't literally, oh, okay, not speak literally to me. spoke to you. Yeah. All right. So I'm um, I'm off the hook. That's yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. 
until next week when I go to somebody's birthday party and chat with fucking uh, Pierce Brosnan. What was his name? <laughs> Bronson Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot, right. yeah. Yeah. Or Pierce, whatever. Pierce Brosnan will do in a pinch. <laughs> You know, yeah, they're very Fuck similar. Them. Yeah, similar actors. Uh, Akron man deemed not guilty by reason of insanity in elderly mother's beating death. Hmm, it's a beating death of his own mother. Of his own mother. Well, this is almost the reverse of my story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, an Akron man thought his elderly mother was using witchcraft on him, and believed he was getting messages through Wheel of Fortune that he should harm her. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel. Yeah. Pat Sajak. Uh-huh. So Pat Sajak was giving him messages. Well, most people don't know this, but Pat Sajak is a famous witch hunter. Oh, and I never uh-huh. knew that. Yeah. He's immortal. <laughs> well, he's, he, you know, right. he certainly has lived a long time. He's hosted that show since, what, the 70s? S- since the 80s, I think. Has I don't he know. Aged? Maybe the 70s. He's aged. Do you think he's a puppet? Yes. He's controlled by Vanna White. Um, <laughs> She's the mastermind of that show. So uh, Derek Williams beat his mother in the head with a lead pipe to the point that his sister, who found their lifeless body, didn't recognize her. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. You think she actually didn't recognize her? Well, who else? Like, call 911 and be like, oh, there's a, in my uh, mother's house, there's, a, there's an unidentified... <laughs> dead body of an old woman oh my god it's my mother you know <laughs> well that like who else could it be idiot right. yeah it's like i mean how many other elderly women in here yeah sure her head's bashed in but yeah. i mean who else could it be let's just play the odds he clearly was psychotic said brian pierce williams's attorney Williams, 48, was found not guilty by reason of insanity thursday in court for his mother's beating death in december 2016 a finding of not guilty by reason of insanity isn't a routine occurrence. Hmm. Studies have found that insanity defense is used in less than 1% of felony cases nationally. And then the 1% in time it's used, it's only successful 26% of the time. Wow. Which that I is a, That up. is a pretty small percentage. I've up. heard that it's easier to, uh, to choose or to prove incompetent to stand trial hmm. versus not guilty by reason of insanity. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because they have to say that, like, oh, the person is, is uh, doesn't know that, wrong yeah, from right. Yeah, it's like divorce you know? from reality. You yeah. can't make sense of right and wrong. So generally, it's like somebody kills, and they're, they're immediately arrested right after because they make no attempt to cover it up because they're fucking banana town, right? Well, the crazy lady that was the protagonist of my story, mm-hmm. maybe she's the antagonist, but anyway, the woman that killed her daughter with the crucifix, I think she obviously knew, well... She believed that Satan had possessed her daughter, but she was determining right from wrong by killing her because she thought she was evil. Whereas this guy's getting messages from fucking Pat Sajak. Right. Like, to me, that seems a lot more insane. It does. Yeah. So, uh, in Summit County, where this happened, uh, this is the second time in the past year that a defendant has been deemed insane. The first was Deandra McGee, who drove her vehicle into Summit Lake with her two-year-old daughter inside. Hmm. But they both survived. She claimed she was hearing voices that said someone was going to harm her daughter. Hmm. Which, of course, you just... You was it, she's, she's like, nobody's going to harm my daughter. I'll harm her. Was it Alex Trebek? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. Alex Trebek. <laughs> Jeopardy. Um, <laughs> Source of all evil in this world. Williams was charged with murder and felonious assault for the death of his of 78-year-old mother, Elaine Williams in the home that they shared in Akron. 
There must not have been much of a battle there. 80-year-old lady? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, probably pretty easy with a lead pipe. Yeah, why do you even need the chance. pipe? Yeah. The daughter made a hysterical call to 911 after finding her mother dead on the kitchen floor, told a dispatcher that her brother, Derek Williams, was responsible. He's mental, she said. I told her not to let him stay here. So now's not the time for I told you so's, you know? How, wait, how old is the brother? <coughs> brother, I don't know how old he is. Because that's what I'm wondering. Did he at oh, one Oh, he's 48. He's 48. 48-year-old so man. Did he at one point live on his own and then move back in with his mom? Well, if you bear with me here, I'll get into it here. Because there's a whole history of, hmm. of madness. Um, so Williams had three mental health evaluations that found him competent to stand trial, but determined he suffered from mental illness at the time of his mother's murder and may not have been able to distinguish right from wrong. Okay. Um, Pierce said Williams has a 20 year history of mental illness that includes a diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder and depression and problems with delusions and paranoid thoughts. Pierce said Williams was off his medication when the incident happened with his mother. Williams thought he was receiving messages through Wheel of Fortune when Akron was mentioned on the show. When host Pat Sajak said, do it, Williams thought he meant, kill your mom. <laughs> He's like, Pat, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Kill your mom. Kill your okay. mom. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> there, and I was looking up like, okay, are there any weird Pat Sajak quotes like, kill your mom or... You know, or you mean like has that. he ever said that has before he ever on said the that? show? Yeah, yeah. Well, I doubt it. No, but he did say um, global warming alarmists are unpatriotic racists, knowingly misleading for their own ends. She <laughs> said on Twitter. <laughs> Do you, well, he probably believes in the Stephen Hawking puppet theory. He probably does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God. So, also apparently, according to multiple sources, he once said, "One day, someone will get too close to the television, and I will pull them into this hell with me." <laughs> wow that makes me yeah. think does pat sajak hate his life uh probably vanna just forces him to be the host of the show yeah wow yeah god that's terrible because she just pisses up away it's all her tragic. money on like fucking pogs and heroin or something you know <laughs> so she just needs she needs the money she's like please keep doing it with me you know but no he's like a crazy conservative guy who who just well, he's it's all over Twitter. He's fucking know. loaded. He has a ton of money. I'm sure right. that guy was just like, "Yeah, bring Trump in so I can get a tax break." Sure. You know who do you, who do you think would win in a fight, Drew Carey or Pat Sajak? Um, I'm gonna say Pat Sajak. No way. He wants Drew it more. Carey. Well, Drew Carey slimmed down. Yeah. I was kind of surprised when I saw him last night. I was like, "God, that guy's a lot thinner than I thought he'd be." Okay. But Pat Sajak's older. I think Drew. I would put my money on Drew Carey. I, I'll take that bet. What about Trebek? Um, oh, Trebek can mop the floor. Don't you remember, like a couple few years ago, when like some woman tried to like burgle? Oh, that was in San Francisco. Yeah, his hotel yeah. room, and he just fucking mopped the floor. Didn't with he her. chase her? He down chased the her down and yeah. tackled her. It tackled and her. Held her. Took for her police. out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess probably Trebek would probably beat the shit out of yeah. both those guys. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I actually kind of wish they would have a show. Like game show deathmatch or something. Okay. Game show host deathmatch. Right. Game show host deathmatch. I wouldn't mind that. Like if, mm. okay, if you could do, like I don't, I'm not a big UFC guy. Like I don't mm. really watch it. But if it was like Alex Trebek fighting Drew Carey yeah. in the octagon, I would watch that. Mm. 
Um, he also apparently said, I suspect most self-described 18-year-old Scandinavian women named Inga who collect and wear string bikinis are, in reality, more likely to be middle-aged, pot-bellied guys named Lou who collect and wear string cheese. What context would he say something I don't, like I that? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> where, it's one, it's where did you find this? On inspiringquotes.us. <laughs> Who the fuck is talking to Pat Sajak, and what is he smoking? Ah, uh, it's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, <clears throat> Williams and his mother got into an argument about the microwave and he picked up a pipe and began beating her as he did. He thought he saw the head of the neighbor's dog on his mother's body. Pierce said, Jesus. So he's beating her and then he's like, cinnamon. No, what have I done? I'm killing cinnamon. Oh no, it's just my mom. This is fine. And then he just keeps beating. I, lo- her I love pipe. how he just has a lead pipe on him. Like yeah. fucking Negan with Lucille. <laughs> it's like, he just has fucking this lead pipe. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to beat my mom's head in with this. That's convenient. It is convenient. Yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, if, if I was the sister and my, mm. my mental, mm. mentally ill brother lived mm. with there, I probably would make sure that there are no pipes laying around or swords or nunchucks or anything. What does it mean when you're beating your mother to death and then you realize she actually has the head of a dog? God, what, yeah, what, I don't what know. Is that? <laughs> I think that means that you're a bit of a nutter. What does that mean for the deep state? <laughs> you know? It's uh, a glitch in the matrix. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, This wasn't the first instance of violence between Williams and his mother. He was charged with felonious assault and domestic violence in 2005 for attacking her. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity in October 2006 and committed to the North Coast Behavioral Health Care System. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so he remained under their supervision for eight years. The maximum amount of time he could have spent in prison with this period ending in 2014. As soon as he was able, he reestablished contact with his mother. He got permission to correspond with her. When he was released, he moved back in with her. Wow. Would you ever let your kid move back in with you? Like If you had a kid, he attacked you, went to a mental health institution for eight years, got out and was like, hey, mom or hey, dad, can I move back in with you? Would you do that? I could tell you that if, if, if for some insane reason I attacked my mother and then like five years later was like, hey, I'm sorry, can I move in with you? She'd be like, fine. Really? Yeah. God, I, yeah. I think the rabbi would be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Hang up the phone. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I've never had a kid, so I couldn't really tell right. whether or not I would do that. But I would like mm. to think that if I had a fucking mentally ill kid, I'd be like, no, you're going to be living in a halfway house mm. and you can come here as long as you're wearing a straitjacket. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, Pierce, Brian Pierce, the attorney, gets the final word here, and he says, it's really sad. (laughs) No shit. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's why he gets the big bucks. Yeah, that's why he gets the big bucks. That guy's got to be court assigned. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Well, there you go. You know, I I think the true victim here is, or, well, the mom, but also the sister. Hmm. Because the sister is probably like, mom, don't let him move in. He's fucking insane. Yeah, I feel like wearing this skeleton funsy increases my chances of being beaten to death with a lead pipe by like 17%. Yeah, I probably wouldn't walk around this neighborhood right, after yeah. dark. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, people, send your stories. Stick around podcast.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is the phone number for the Stick Around Hotline. Before we get to that, here's a word from uh, Adam and Eve. 
Hey guys, it's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Logarics disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code DIDDLE D-I-D-D-L-E I am now a new man. Thanks. So we got some phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 uh, is that number. Um, the first call, we got a couple weeks ago, actually. This guy called in several times, very intoxicated. I think it had to do around like the New Year's celebrations there. But he went into detail about a, uh, a very common ailment amongst a lot of people. Hmm. Anal leakage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sick and wrong. This is uh, Stanko. I'm here with my buddy, Dr. Stanko. Shady Tits. Dr. Shitty Tits. <laughs> I feel like dog shit right now because it's New Year's Eve and I ate a lot of balls and drank a lot of alcohol. Hmm. But anyways, I just wanted to call in and ask you guys what you think of anal leakage. Do you think it. Dr. Shitty Tits is a medical doctor or you think he just has like a PhD? Um, I'm thinking PhD. Okay. Yeah. All right. The older you get, the more you leak. It's driving me nuts. So I was talking to Doctor Shady Tip. If you're at a, if you're at the point where anal leakage is driving you nuts, you got a fucking problem. You know, I think most people don't get anal leakage as you get older. Do you? Is that like a symptom of aging? You lose sphincter control. Sounds like it, because life is horrible. Well, I've read that. Uh, Sounds like something that happens. I've read that a lot of porn stars that do like anal scenes, you get paid a lot of money, hmm. but you lose sphincter control because you got those yeah. huge dicks emptying your asshole. Uh. And so they tend to suffer anal leakage even at the age of like 30, 35. Well, okay. Yeah, no, there's a lot of hazards for the job. But I'm, I'm just wondering, like, why would Stanley Stanko be having anal leakage? Maybe Dr. Shitty Tits can explain this. All right. And he was saying that butt wipes for men is the way to go. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, you'll be really surprised what's down there after a good eight-hour shift. Sure enough. Wait a second. Do you say you'd be surprised at what's down there after an eight-hour shit or shift? Shift. shift. Yeah. Hmm. So, wait, that's yeah. what Dr. Shitty Tits said. Uh, yeah, I mean, after after an eight-hour shit, you shouldn't be surprised at anything you find down there. Because you probably shit out all of your fucking insides, you know? You probably would be wearing a skeleton like, Oh, my kidney. Yeah, you just toilet. would have nothing left. Right, yeah. Eight hours shit. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. I tried it out, and I was fucking surprised. There's a lot of old fucking stanky-ass shit down there on that butt wipe. Oh, make a long story short, I'm a pretty big fan of the fucking butt wipes from men. 
I don't understand how that actually solves the problem of anal leakage. I mean, it, it helps to clean stuff better, but I don't. You well, know. he's talking about uh, like moist wipes, right? Like, yeah. uh, what, what are those called? Wet wipes. Wet wipes. He's yeah. talking about wet wipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're using a wet wipe versus toilet paper. Right. I actually, you know, I've I've noticed in my own experience that if mm. I'm at someone's bathroom mm. and there's a wet wipes, I would use that over toilet paper because you just get a better wipe. You don't know what people do with their own wet wipes, though. I, I don't want to trust anybody else. What else's are you talking about? Wipes. It's like I'm not getting a wet wipe off the ground. I'm getting it out of a container. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to at my house. I'm going to get wet wipes. But I'm gonna replace the liquid that's in there with like bleach. I you and know, then anyone that's at my house that thinks they, they they presume to use my wet wipes, they're in for a fucking surprise. I bet you at your house you don't even have toilet paper. You probably use a brown paper bag from like some Ralphs. <laughs> I'll have you know. I'll have you know. I have both wet wipes and toilet paper. You do? Oh yes. Well, if you have a girl that comes over. Unless I, I run that, out. Unless I run out. And then it's which, just brown paper bag. Then it's just like Kleenex or <laughs> napkins or whatever I can get a hand on. But know? but the, but yeah. So he's saying what he's saying is not mm. anal leakage. Anal leakage is when you're incontinent and there's yeah. shit, you know, coming out of your your ass without yeah. your control. He's saying. It's feces left behind right, after a shit. Okay. It's completely different. And I'm surprised mm. Dr. Shitty Tits wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. I don't know if he's a real doctor. And because I no longer smell like shit, I'm not the guy that smells like Hershey squirts what about anymore at work. General Pamper. What well, about General Pamper? I don't like the baby Pampers because... Who's General Pamper? Is that the woman who's in the background? Yeah. I don't know. She's like, what about General Pamper and his military strategy? <laughs> what talking, is she talking about? Are they talking about diapers now? I think so. What the fuck? Where, how come this guy doesn't know how to wipe his own fucking ass? I don't know. What it's that. like, it's not that difficult. There's a lot of, okay. There's a lot of stuff yeah, going on in this. Man. Man. <laughs> I don't know, but all I know. I tried the axe. The axe, uh... There's a whole committee here. Yeah, it's like a conference it's, call. What is going well, it on? It sounds like they're at a New Year's Eve party talking <sighs> about this guy's shitty ass. Okay. It's like, it just makes it even stinkier, I think. Like, uh, we got some free soap in the mail a couple weeks ago, and it was dove for women. But I think it was, like, lubed-up lotion that was in it. And so I'm... Taking a shower with this free soap that we got, I'm, you know, washing all my genitalias. And I noticed after an hour of being out of shower, it smells like cock cheese all over again. And I'm like, this is not right. And then the wife, she's like, you know what it is? It's that I can't believe this guy's married. I know. It's Jeez. the female soap with the lotions in it. And if you don't rinse that off, it gets a little cadavery. What? Like when you're inside. I'm confused. Oh. I'm horrified. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so I was just wondering what your thoughts were of the butt wipes for men. Well, my thoughts in this order are uh, confusion, uh, horror, uh, disgust. Arousal. A little bit of arousal. <laughs> <laughs> well, and um, mild bemusement. What I don't understand is, uh, wait, is, is he just trying to, did he just discover using wet wipes? 
And aren't wet wipes gender neutral? Anyone could use them. Yeah, but he just went into some weird story about soap that was unrelated, largely. Are you supposed to flush wet wipes? If they say flushable. Certain, oh, okay. Certain then, ones aren't so flushable. there's certain that yeah. aren't flushable. So you always want to get the flushable ones, or else you're screwed. You know, the best. I think the best thing is to have a bidet. Right. When I was in, uh, one of those Japanese toilets with the thing that comes out, just, and, it goes, and then just sprays. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you ever been to the Madonna Inn? No. So the Madonna Inns, it's that that place has all the weird themed rooms or whatever mm. up by us. Uh, it's kind of past Santa Barbara, by San Luis Obispo the best toilet I've ever sat in. It's like one of those mm. Japanese toilets. You can like mm. operate it. There's like mm. a whole fucking remote control for it. You can like make it heated, whatever. And it has three different kinds of sprays. You just mm. spray your asshole. Right. That's the way to go. Yeah. This is what that guy should invest. He should invest in a bidet. Okay. Fuck the wet wipes. Fuck the toilet paper. Just go straight bidet. This is a man that uses soap that randomly comes to him free in the mail. So I don't, I don't think he's going to yeah, do that. I don't but, think he's probably going to get a bidet. Sure. All right. So anyway, Wait, there's, a, there's, there's, oh, more. there's more. Oh, there's, there's way more. more. Oh, great. And uh, anal leakage. I'm a hard, you know, <laughs> I'm a blue collar, hard working man. I got a couple of hemorrhoids here and there. Get a little leakage. I don't know why this has devolved into a Larry the Cable Guy bit all of a sudden, but <laughs> sure. Now there's a part two. There's a fucking there part two. There is a part two, two yeah. yeah. Thank you. I know you guys were like, oh man, it's all over. No, it's not. There's more. Oh, there's more. Hey, this is Dr. Shitty Pit calling in from Toronto, Canada. Calling on behalf of my friend uh, Stanley Stinkle. I just wanted to say those Ass wipes for men, the huggies or whatever. They really work good for your asshole. He's got the huggies or whatever, says Dr. Sh All right. Well, they keep, he keeps saying ass wipes for men. They don't make, maybe I'm wrong. Do they make They're for whatever? No. Do they make male ass wipes? No. All right. So there, yeah. there aren't any male wet wipes. It's just wet wipes. But yeah. they're saying ass wipes for men. Yeah. Maybe you should make a, a manly ass wipe. Hmm. Like it's like you know it's it's kind of like it smells like English leather or something and it, hey, you know and it's just it's a little rougher than the feminine one. Hi, I'm Manly Asswipe. <laughs> we should could you do? And a this is General Pampers, <laughs> and we're here to talk to you about asswipes for men. I you know I gotta say, Doctor Shitty Tits. Yeah, it has like an authoritative voice. Like yeah. I listening to this guy, I'm thinking he could be a doctor. Like I yeah, that was not my voice. thought, but well, sure. No, but listening to Stanley Stanko, that guy just yeah. sounds like you know a, a blue collar Yahoo mm. that's like talking about his his anal leakage because he finds it really yeah. funny. Whereas this guy, Doctor Shitty Tits, mm. I think this dude has something to say. Okay, well let's continue. Some dingleberries or whatnot, you just grab hold of them and uh, get it all taken care. Of. Anyway, dingleberry. Ladies like them too. I hear you Americans like to say two before. Two, two before. before. But I'll go for a lady. Two before? I don't know. A two. two I have before? no idea. They drink a lot of beer. Somebody up there that in only Canada. eats tubers. They, they drink Potatoes a lot of beer in Canada. Okay, radishes. I think they also huff a lot of spray paint. Which yeah, is, they I think do. going on they right now. Do. Yeah. At this Canadian New Year's Eve party. This is at like a fucking pig farm or something. <laughs> Them. They make uh, certain Huggies ones sometimes make your your 
your cunt smell like a sweetie clunt because it gives it a pampery scented. I'm never going back to Canada in my life. <laughs> I can swear that to you right now. I think they you know? just actually, from what I've heard, what I mean, the f- it, well, from some of my research online, because you know I do a lot of mm-hmm. reading online, I heard they just actually started importing wet wipes. They never yeah. used to wipe their ass in Canada. Yeah. And so it's new. Oh. The whole concept of wiping ass is new in Canada. So what part of Canada do you think these people are from? Montreal? Saskatchewan. Okay. Way, way up in Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> ah, not Montreal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Quant the Jean Sintin, and it's, uh, it's a really intense scent. And uh, see what? That's uh, Mrs. Shitty Tits. Uh, <laughs> over and out. You know, I think we really missed out on a good New Year's Eve party. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we totally did. I mean, we, yeah. I went to one that was okay. Yeah. It, it was fun. It was at Ryan Keeley's house. There were some, some hot porn stars there, a little bit of drugs. Mm. Um, but I didn't get to do anything like that. No. Now that sounded like a real New Year's yeah, Eve party. Yeah, where a bunch of people get together and they're like, you know what? It's almost New Year's Eve. Let's let's call <laughs> and and discuss the man dressed up like a skeleton. You know, that's yeah. how we should spend our time. So let's call and talk about male ass wipes. Although I gotta say, these Canadians, no matter the amount of spray paint that they huff um, and beer that they drink. They're onto something with these male ass wipes. Right. They they're onto something. I like the cut of their jib. I think they uh I think if we marketed an ass wipe for men, I think men would be like because I think a lot of guys are kinda like, I don't want to use a feminine hygiene product. Yeah. You know, it's not masculine. But if you marketed like an ass wipe, like, I don't know, you you gotta come up with like a really masculine name for it. Molson ice. <laughs> Molson wipes. Yeah, okay. Molson, Molson ice wipes. Molson ice wipes. <laughs> yeah, Molson ice wipes. Brilliant. That's good. That uh-huh. that would be Labatt's. Mm. Labatt's wipes. Mm. But yeah, if you made like a mm. and it, they could be in like a monster truck case or something, uh-huh. but they're like really masculine. Right. Yeah, I could see that working. Right. Yeah, I could see that working. Those guys, you know, that's the thing. I like the cut of their jib, these Canucks. Well, thank you there, uh Stanley Stanko and uh Dr. Shitty Tits and whatever, what was her name? I forget her name. General Pampers. General Pampers. All right, we got, a, uh, we got another call. You know, you know who called back? I always look forward to his calls because I think I've, I'm, I'm, I'm starting a, a special relationship with this guy. Oh. The Batman uh, villain. Yes. Called back. Oh, okay. And he's got a brilliant idea. Yeah, you, you guys have a real Clarice fucking Hannibal we have a connection, thing going on. Man. Yeah, we do, yeah. yeah. Do you hear the lambs, Clarice? <laughs> Sick and wrong, Batman villain. So for 666, how about I come out there and fix D's life? Oh. How about I show him how to buy a house? How about... I... It's like Jimmy will fix it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. He's very, he is a very similar man to Jimmy e- Savile. Extreme home makeover. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I'm sure he'll fix it. Yeah. Like if I'm financial advice, how about I show him like... Mm, how to like save money and be great. I chew them up in the old school Irish tradition of people who actually make money. Wait, he would Jew me up? Is that what he said? 
Yeah. In the I, I old then, school I Irish him up tradition. In the old Irish school tradition of making money. The is there school, an Irish tradition? There Only leprechauns in yeah. Ireland had any money. Yeah. Lepre- I mean, they you, had gold. Yeah, that's about everybody else is dealt yeah, with. They potatoes just came over here and worked and on beer. the railroad, and then like in fucking four generations, their family had money and drank a lot yeah. and fought each other. Yeah, and I think there was an Irish mob briefly. However, yes. that being said, dude, if you want to come over and pay for a down payment on a home for me, I am totally down. Yeah, I am totally down with that. You, you can, you can. In fact, you could just contribute that money straight to the Patreon. Teach a man to fist, and he'll <laughs> eat for a lifetime. That's what I always say. Oh, and I'll also throw a party for all the sick on fans. Because guess what? I'm way fancier than D. <laughs> Either that, or D can just shut the fuck up. Well, the he, last thing's not going to happen, so. Yeah, he, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, I agree. He is one of them fancy lads. Mm-hmm. He is a fancy lad. Yeah. He's one of them fancy lads. He's probably wearing a special fancy outfit right now. Breeches yep. and a dicky and maybe an ascot. He is way mm. fancier than yeah. me. I think he is a fancy, fancy mm. man. And you know, you can come out here and you can throw a massive party. Mm. I, w- I would love, I would love yeah. a fancy lad party. I think that would be great. D will wear his finest t-shirt. <laughs> I wear my finest t-shirt. Yeah, maybe I'll wear uh, some culottes or something. But that, that, I'll you know, wear my finest Wolfman costume. Yeah, wear your onesie. Yeah, I think that'd be great. All right. Um, no, I, you know, I. Seriously, I'm I'm down with this. I mm. think Batman villain should come out here and finance a big sick and wrong fan party. Yeah, because he's fancy. Yeah, and it will be fun. Okay, that that would be great. Yeah. For I don't all know of our three Los Angeles <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I don't know what his mother and dad are going to think about him leaving Colorado, though. And spending all their money on a big party for sick and wrong. Yeah, I know. I think they were planning on uh, exercising him. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to the feel pipe. about them uh, spending your trust fund mm. or uh, your allowance or whatever it is that you have, mm. leaving your uh, basement apartment to come out here yeah. <clears throat> and throw a party for some stupid podcast. Like, I'm gonna go buy a house for a Jew in the old school Irish tradition. What are you talking about, son? <laughs> Your mom's going to be so mad. What are you talking about? She's just like, what mm. are you doing? Mm. Stop listening to those podcasts. Stop mm. getting riled up by these podcasts. <laughs> That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. You should listen to your mom, Batman villain. Yeah. However, if you do want to spend money on a party, I'm totally down. Yeah. I am totally. I will give you some You know what? Let's run out fucking jumbos. Mm-hmm. That would be a party. Okay. Yeah. Right. Batman villain. Yeah. Put send some money. Sell one of your six houses. <laughs> yeah, sell one of and, your um, six homes. You know, please uh <laughs> sell on. one of your six yeah. homes or maybe ask your dad for uh for an advance on your allowance or something and then uh rent out <laughs> rent out jumbos yes. and we'll have a party. Woo That would be a good time. Woo Nah, that'd be a good time. Yeah. I, I bet you that guy would be a lot of fun to hang out with. Uh huh. You know what you think so? Yeah. I think so. He probably uses masculine ass wipes. Mm-hmm. I bet she does. Yeah. All right, we have uh, we have another call here from Vicky. Okay. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Vicky. Happy birthday to me. Friday, 12th of January. It's my birthday, guys. Just sort of say hi. Hi. Well. Happy um, birthday. I just um, I'll, I'll, I've got a lot of catching up to do. Really have. I haven't really got anything more important to say than that. Really, but I'm just a bit wrecked because it's my birthday. Just wanted to say hello, Dee. Hello, Harrison, and hi to all the other guys. Um, James tells me I've got to say to you, 
that Hassan needs to get shaved or, or back and crack. And I, I, I agree. If he does it, I'll become a Patreon, okay? That's that's the deal. Who needs to, what? I think uh, she she's referencing last week's episode when we were saying God about uh, Ryan Keeley was going to like shave you. Oh yeah, like shave your nether regions on air. Mm-hmm. And so she's saying she'll become a Patreon if you do that. Is it worth the five bucks or ten bucks or yeah. whatever you need to get from that? No, <laughs> to get your balls waxed. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe you yeah. might be convincing him there, Vicky. So other than that. Hi from the UK and love you lots. Keep it think. Keep it wrong. What do you suppose uh, Vicky's doing for her birthday? Um, I hope it's better than Stanley Stanko's New Year's Eve party. You know? <laughs> She's probably getting a kebab. Yeah. Because that's what they all do when they're wasted. Right. Um, I don't know where or Vicky like lives. Or like a fried sausage. Like a fri- I bet you a she's, eating, fried she's eating a lot of fried sausage yeah. tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> probably hitting the probably hitting the pubs, playing some darts, mm. getting kind of wasted. That happened to me in Scotland. I was like, oh, I want to get something to eat. Yeah, I'll have a sausage. And they were like, give me a fried sausage. I'm like, I don't want it fried. What I don't am understand. I? How do they, how else do you animal? make a sausage? Just fucking cooked. But grilled. Like, don't you fry it? Are no, you grill it. You gr- grilled, no deep fried sausage, oh, deep man. Deep fried sausage. Deep is it fried? Breaded? Yeah, Ugh. like a corn dog or like a country fried steak. Yeah, is that what they eat there? Yeah, that's why everyone's like five feet tall, <laughs> and they die at age fifty-four because <laughs> they're know? eating too much fried sausage. <laughs> yeah, Vicky's probably eating some fried sausage. Well, I mean, she's not. A, some she's not Scottish. Now she, know, yeah, but... she's. I think is she a Londoner? I don't know. I'm not where sure. She lives. You know. Anyway, but I'm just saying it's close by. Well, happy you know? birthday there, yeah. uh, there, Vicky. A lot of people are having their birthdays uh, this month. I've noticed that. Coincidence? I don't know. Or is it part of the Dunham Deep State? I think it's part of the Dunham Deep State okay. here. Mm-hmm. Maybe the puppet is having his birthday this month. My birthday's this month. A couple weeks. Actually, no. No, I you're take the it puppet. Back. My, it's like a week. You're the puppet. I am a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's controlling my voice. Actually, that'd be a good photo shoot. Me and a puppet? No, like I, like you're a ventriloquist dummy kind of thing. <laughs> Are you saying that because of my small stature? Yeah, and, and you're and a tall I, person. I really want to fist you, also. <laughs> so that's why I, I knew that's why uh, it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people can call Sigmar Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We did get an email Sigmar Podcast at Hotmail dot com. This comes in from Blair. Blair writes, "I'm sixteen." Been listening for a while now and is wondering where are the top 10 places to visit and live in the U.S. in your and Harrison's opinions. Also, how about you two get drunk once every six months for a special episode and see what happens just to see what happens? Or even better, get high. And if you're going to die, thousands of people will be listening and can call an ambulance for you. Anyway, could you answer my question on the show? Cheers. That's what we say in Scotland for thanks, by the way. That means, by the way, in case you old doggies didn't know. Ha, 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 ha. He wrote the abbreviation BTW. Is this a man or a woman? It's a man named Blair, which is odd. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Keep up the great work, you bunch of weird geezers. Blair. I, th- obviously, his parents never watched the Facts of Life. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, was, was the first thinking, thing I thought. Because I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's they like, probably didn't get that in Scotland. You know? Yeah, they probably didn't have it over there. Because yeah. if they did, they wouldn't have named you Blair. Because right. Blair is a 
don't know. It's a name for like a what a blonde socialite, right? It's not. It's not exactly. for a, a young Scottish sixteen-year-old. Yeah. But he's wondering where the top ten places to visit and live in the U.S. Well, are you, you going to leave Scotland? Why leave Scotland? What a beautiful city. Yeah. Glasgow. Right. Be, actually, Scotland is kind of a, a beautiful country. It is. Um, or I guess it's part of the United Kingdom, but it's a it's a beautiful region of the right. United Kingdom. It's um, very green. Very green. I think it's. Uh, I I like it. You get very you know, amazing scotch. I'd rather have that than whiskey. Yeah. But if you're going to come to the U.S., top places to visit. Number hmm. ten. Number ten. Uh, behind the Jack in the Box in Sunnyvale, California. <laughs> it's a great place to live. It's a great place to visit. Yeah, I would. I would just move behind. Yeah, just move to Sunnyvale, California, and yep. just live behind the Jack in the Box. Number in, nine, the deep state. The, oh, it's the best deep state. state. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know where. Where's your favorite place to visit in the U.S.? Um, New York. Number eight, New York City. New York City. It's pretty good. That's where you got to go. Number seven, New Orleans. Never been going there next month. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're gonna go there. That's, good time. that's a cool city to right. go check out. Yeah. You, San Number Francisco. Six, San Francisco, Francisco, the most beautiful city in the world, filled with the worst people on the planet. <laughs> yeah, and and lots of homeless people. Yes, that's that's always nice too. Correct. Yeah, you can actually go gaze mm. upon like obscene wealth and abject poverty mm. at the same time. Yeah, you can just witness both. Number six, Death Valley. The name says it all. Well, Joshua Tree. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right around there. It's it, pretty cool. It's kind of near there. Yeah, Los Angeles. Where's that right? Uh, it's not the best place to visit. I think you know? LA is a cool place to visit. You go to the Rainbow Room, go to Jumbos. If you have somebody to show you around. If yeah, you, I guess if, if you have someone to show you. Like, don't, what the fuck am I doing here? Don't call us. Actually, yeah. last time we had a Scottish guy come to come to LA, Harrison got stuck with the dude. He got kicked out of a bar. Remember that? I got kicked out of a bar. <laughs> and you I, tried to I, kiss I, you I, or I was something? responsible for his life. Yeah, you had to catch him like a lift. I did. He, he did almost he, died like three times. Did he try to kiss you or kiss the bartender? What happened with that? No, he, he kept touching this guy's beard. Beard. He was pulling the yeah. guy's beard. I think he kissed me on the forehead like, <laughs> like my Zadie used to. I think that's what happened. I don't remember exactly. You guys um, had a special bond. We did. All right, so that's yeah. number what, five? That's the, something. Yeah, oh, okay, right? That's right. number five, I think, right? Where's number four? Number four. Eh... Exeter, Rhode Island, home oh, of the only Rhode Island, huh? yeah, home of several uh, vampire exhumations that happened in Rhode Island. Oh yeah, that, American that's kind of cool. That's fun, right? Um, Number three, how about uh, Detroit, Michigan? Detroit, Michigan, <laughs> lots great. of history there. With me, you might get shot. Yeah, that might happen. It's fucking cold. Yeah, but hey, why not? Um, number two, I'm going to Graceland actually next. Oh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. I would say Memphis, Tennessee. I've never been there, yeah. but uh, you got to go see mm. where Elvis died. Mm -hmm. You know, you know it, what's interesting too about uh, Memphis, Tennessee. You can go to the hotel, the actual room where Martin Luther King Jr. was shot, where he was assassinated. It's a civil by, rights museum by now. James Earl Jones. Yeah, correct. James yeah. Earl Jones just fucking shot him. Yeah, dick. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. Um, uh, we should. Uh, it's, come on, guys! It's Martin Luther King Day. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, it is actually. Can't be making great, jokes great about joke about that. Yeah. Good, good, good time. Look, I didn't realize it. All right, and number one, Natural Bridge, Virginia, home to the only theme park built around the idea: what if dinosaurs fought in the Civil War? 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there either. Oh, it's that great. sounds like a place it's you should lovely. go. I've been. It's fantastic. So there you go, Blair. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what? Every time I hear the word Blair or the name Blair, I always think of, uh, do you remember her cousin, Jerry? I don't. You never. You saw that episode. Jerry had cerebral palsy and she's a comedian. I don't remember specific episodes of that fucking show. God damn it, Harris. Yeah. I, can't I was a little you. too young for that. You know, I remember like the basic idea of it, but I don't remember specific episodes. I learned to masturbate to that show. To Tootie or to um, no, who's the one Blair's with, cousin, the one with cerebral oh, palsy? Okay, <laughs> oh, Jesus, no, I'm joking. Who's the one, did. the weird one with the like the face and the braces? <laughs> Not Joe. Joe was a tough one. Yeah, there wasn't Joe. There was Joe. Uh, there was Natalie. It the was, fat one with the braces. I think it was Natalie, yeah. And then Tootie was the black girl. Right. And then Blair was the blonde one. Yep. And then Blair's cousin had cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. and she like was only on a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. She actually is a real comedian. She was on Deadwood. Remember uh, the woman with cerebral palsy that like swept up? Uh, oh Al shit! Clarence's she place. was in facts of life. Yeah, she was only for she was a guest star, but oh. only a couple episodes. And her whole oh act was just like, "I had cerebral palsy," and then mm-hmm. everyone would laugh. And then she'd be like, blah. And so every time I hear Blair, I'm glad everyone's forgotten about my Martin Luther King (laughs) Jr. assassination joke. Because that was way worse than what I just did. No, it wasn't. It was. You did the voice. You're wearing a funsy. I am. Okay. You know, they once, one time they, they, uh, the city of something, I don't know, in the South, they were going to give a lifelong appreciation plaque to James Earl Jones, but they fucked it up and it said James Earl Ray. No, they gave it to him. Really? Yes, they did. Look it up on the internet. James Earl Ray, the guy that assassinated me. Yeah, Martin that's Luther they King. fucked it up, and they it said they gave it to James Earl Jones and said James Earl Ray, we appreciate you know here's a, your lifetime achievement. What did award. James Earl Jones do? Did he like smash him over the head with it? No, but he was like, oh, uh, this is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're sorry, Mister Mister Ray. I mean, Mister Jones. Someone did sorry. that on purpose. Yeah, that's why I made the joke. Hmm. To see there's a context to everything. Yeah. People. Nice try to justify it. Yeah, I did. Uh, People, best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. Seriously, all the action right now is happening on Patreon. Yeah. We are producing 40 minutes of bonus content a week. You got outtakes. You got a Patreon story. You got Patreon phone calls that are just exclusive to Patreon. So go to patreon.com. That's Hmm. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash sick and wrong. And uh, yeah, check out all that bonus content. I mean, it's got to be like 80 posts by now. I don't even know. Hours yeah. of bonus content. Yeah. There's unreleased um, episodes of Justified. Yeah. You know, that, on that, there. It's, it's a great show. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> sign up. Um, and also Harrison is uh, posting videos this week, right? Yep. I got skeleton videos. I'm, you're, it's going to basically, it's yeah. basically just going to be Harrison dancing around in a skeleton funsy yeah. for about an hour. Uh-huh. Um, Rocky Erickson playing in the background. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, so go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong and become a patron today. Also, you can get some sick and wrong merch at the Redbubble store, sick and slash store. Click on the Pope. Uh, finally, here, sick and wrong song of the week. Another musician died. Fuck who died? Him. Fast Eddie Clark. You know who that is? Don't know him. British guitarist and the last surviving member of the original Motorhead classic lineup. Hmm. Yeah, it was Fast Eddie Clark, Let Me Kill Mister, and uh, Filthy Phil Animal Taylor, who uh, was originally in the band. Anyway, uh, Fast Eddie died this past Wednesday, uh, 67 years old, passed away from uh, complications with pneumonia. 
Mm. Um, Clark joined Motorhead in 1976 after meeting Phil Filthy Animal Taylor uh, on a construction site. He rounded out the power trio with, uh, with Lemmy. Together, they recorded some of the most prominent Motorhead records, including Overkill, Bomber, Ace of Spades, and Iron Fist. But then he left Motorhead in May 1982, which is really odd. Um, he left because he disapproved of them covering Stand By Your Man with Wendy O. Williams from the Plasmatics. Oh. Yeah, it's really odd. Like, he was upset that Lemmy would sing a duet with Wendy O., it's a weird hill to die on. Yeah, so he just left the band. And then he formed his own band, Fastway, with a former UFO bassist, Pete Way, and singer Dave King, who had eventually found the L.A.-based Celtic punk band, Flogging Molly. I do like UFO. Ah, oh, UFO's great. Mm. Um, but yeah, isn't it, it's, what's really odd about this band, Fastway, and Steele, John Steele loves fucking Fastway. It's one of his favorite bands. They're, they're very hair metal. Okay. Like you listen to them, it's like, it doesn't sound like Motorhead. It just sounds like kind of like hair metal. And they did the song that we're going to play here for Song of the Week, a song called Trick or Treat, which is from the heavy metal-themed horror movie called Trick or Treat. Mm. But you listen to it, I mean, it sounds like full-on butt rock, like hair metal. And then Dave King ended up, like, founding a Celtic punk band. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, is that guy Irish? I'm not quite sure. I don't know. And he was just like, oh, I got to be hair metal because hair metal is cool. <clears throat> And now and then, I'm going to be punk. Yeah. If I, I ever leave this world alive, <laughs> I'll thank you for the things you did in my life. He does not sound like that when he's singing for Fastway. Okay. Anyway, rest in peace, mm. Fast Eddie Clark. Uh, it is kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of disconcerting to think that all three original members of Motorhead are gone now. Anyway. Mm. I hardly knew you. I never these, knew these you These are the sons all. of time. You got to see Motorhead. Did you get to see, you got to see him right before he died? Actually. I did. Yeah, yeah. Was fast? No, at Fast Eddie Clark. Was Not it? with Fast Eddie. Fast Eddie. I never yeah, actually I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I never got to see uh, uh, Fast Eddie in the band either. I already forgot him. Anyway, rest in peace, Fast Eddie Clark. Um, you'll be missed. We'll be back next week with episode six eighteen. Till then, take a sleazy.
packets stuck here on Earth. I'm floating in zero cheese. You straight up jealous of my platinum grill. You know these nigga please. I know about numbers. Know about black holes. Know how to floss my moto wheelchair. And snatch up all your hoes. So, the hell with 50 cent. Fuck that nigger M&M. Pity can suck my useless dick. I spit hot fire on all of them. So crook your neck to the side, take a dump in your pants, when you hear this joint, do the Stephen Hawking dance. <laughs>